0: Welcome to the West Side Gathering Podcast, and thanks for making the time to learn and grow with us. Here, you'll find teaching from our live Sunday gatherings. After the message, we'll say a little more about our church and how you can connect. But for now, let's jump right in.
1: I want to read a verse for you just to kind of bring together what, what, what's been happening and what's going to happen today. It's Romans 6. It's the Apostle Paul writing to a first century church in Rome and those who have been following Christ and learning and growing. And, and he writes this to them. He, at first he asks them a question and then he clarifies it. He says, don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. We too may live a new life. A new life. I hope you caught that from some of the stories this morning. You know, I think there's something about each of us here, me included, and whether you know Jesus or not, whether you consider yourself a Christian or not, I think this is true of you too. I think you hunger for life. I think there's a hunger in us for life. Yesterday, I was, happened to chat with a neighbor, and I was so surprised because we've never talked about deep issues of life or faith, and this was over the fence, right? Like I was cleaning my yard, he was cleaning his yard, and then all of a sudden, he started, we started talking about purpose, and uh, is there life after death, and is, you know, as a mechanical engineer, he's kind of like avoided it and starting to think about it, and it just reminded me, all of us hunger for life. All of us hunger for life. Some of us feel life is fleeting, like it's kind of just like leaving us or it's short. Some of us feel like life is fragile. Some of us feel like life is like a fury or a flurry, like it just goes by so fast and we wish we could, you know, capture the time. Um, the beauty of, of coming to know Jesus is that we, we can come into a new life as we surrender the old life. And we can discover something new in Christ. And we just read that from Paul. And each story we heard today represents this journey. And you heard all, you know, it's all different parts of their journey. I mean, you can tell that all their stories uh, were different. And it represented their own uh, aspects of life. But it was all grounded in something beyond themselves, which was Jesus. And grounded in his death and his resurrection and his lordship. And one of the reasons I love that we get to hear these stories and why I encourage them, I, I would—I probably almost all of them, when we had sat for this baptism uh, discussion, were their initial bent is, I don't talk in front of anybody, you know? So I'm like, it's okay, you don't have to. And so I feel like maybe I've coached them along the way to now speak. Did I manipulate you guys? <laughs> no, no. But it's amazing because... As they wrote their stories, they started to even see who God is in their lives. And the beauty, I think one of the beauty that, that many of us discovered even reworking through the idea of baptism is that the whole church gets to, gets to see God's, like a little bit of what God is doing in our lives, you know? And so thank you guys for being vulnerable and, and sharing those moments. But I bet you they're, they're yeah, you can clap for them, yes. <clears throat> But I I have a sense that in a crowd like this, there's probably two responses to stories that you've heard. One response is, oh, wow, they've achieved something. Oh, wow, they've arrived. Oh, wow, they're getting baptized, or they're now a Christian, and so maybe a great ending or achievement or maybe a new beginning. And maybe that's how you respond. Maybe there's some in this room that say, oh, wow, they didn't push all the right gospel buttons. Like, they didn't quote all the right verses. They didn't really tell us why they're getting baptized. Like, did they say all the confessions of faith properly? And maybe in your mind, your response is, have they articulated their faith well enough to get baptized? So sometimes we have these two responses. Oh, they've achieved this? Or I don't know if they've really articulated everything. But see, this is the beauty of this, is their journey isn't finished. It's in process. And uh, like many of us are in process. You heard my daughter's story, which connects our stories. And uh, she didn't tell you this. She doesn't mind that I I say this because I asked her already, but um, most summers uh, at a local pool in DDO, Julia probably baptized herself 17 times. Um, Every time she'd enter water, like, what are you doing, Julia? Oh, I'm just baptizing myself. And I'm like, so she's probably been baptized 785 times between summer pools and vacations and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. But that, that, the beauty of that, the beauty of that is that's part of her journey. That's part of her process. Something was brewing in her mind. I got baptized at a very young age, younger than everybody here. I was only 13 years old. So it's a very short span from in terms of like me fully understanding Christ to getting baptized. But my journey since baptism has been long and deep and more robust. In fact, I can identify several shifts along my journey since baptism where I've come to grow even more devoted to Christ and come to understand his lordship in so many, so much stronger ways and come to understand the beauty of the gospels in ways I just didn't get it at 13 or 15 or 20 or 40. Like even in the last decade, there's been just, just God has done wonderful things through the scripture and through our community that has taught me even more what it means to follow him and love him and serve him. And so it's really a journey. And the the importance of what's happening today, and maybe what has already happened in some of your lives, is that baptism is an immersion into the life that God makes available through his son, Jesus, this new life. Yes, it's a decision. Yes, it's an act. Yes, it's retelling God's salvation story in baptism. Yes, it's not only it's getting baptized into Christ and into his body, but it's also stepping into this life, responding to God. Baptism is a response. One of the verses we read today, 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 21. Peter, as he's telling this church, he, he says something interesting. He says, you know, water symbolizes baptism that now saves you also. Not the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a clear conscience towards God. The version we read earlier said a response to God. It saves you by the resurrection of Jesus. And Peter affirms, it's not that baptism saves you, it saves you through the resurrection of Jesus. It's in us... Um, being baptized into Christ's death and burial and resurrection that saves us. The water doesn't clean our body. The water doesn't clean our behavior. But they, us, many, have made this faithful commitment to Christ. So if I could summarize it in two phrases, I'd say it this way. Baptism is receiving something God has already done. And even those you can tell by some of their stories, God has already done something in their life. And this moment of baptism is, is part of that receiving what God has done in them and maybe you've been baptized and that's part of that. Baptism is receiving something God has already done. But baptism is also responding. It's responding, it's something we do as we associate with Jesus, as we follow Christ, as we sit under his lordship. So important. So here's these two sides of this. There's new life that's reflected in baptismal waters. There is. But I want us to understand, as I've understood over, I don't know if it's 35 years or something, that baptism is also something we live out every day. That's also a journey. So baptism does reflect the new life we find in Christ and does reflect what God's already done. But baptism is something we live out uh, day by day, moment by moment. So as we celebrate these baptisms today, um, we, celebrate, we celebrate with those who are being baptized because they are in this moment in a public way receiving what God has already done for them, what many of them have already experienced. But it's also a reminder for those of you who are baptized. And I'm not going to ask you to lift your hand or give us a date or tell us how long. You know, I've already told you part of my story. But it is, it's a reminder for your own baptism, it's a reminder for when you were baptized and you might have had detours and shifts and, you know, forks along the road and obstacles and ups and downs and maybe moments where you're like, I, am I even a Christian? And, and then yet you look back and say, no, I'm living out my baptism. It's a reminder for you. But it's also for some in the room, it's a new invitation. For some who are watching online, it's a new invitation. It's a new invitation to explore Jesus to explore this new life that he longs for you, that he longs for us, to explore what it means. And, and I know Christian language could be odd if you're not used to it, like baptized into his death, into his burial, into his resurrection. Like that, if you're, if you're unfamiliar with Christian scriptures or Christian teaching, that does sound odd. But the promise of that as we've, you know come to realize and many of us in our own lives have come to affirm it leads to new life the longing that every single person we lock eyes with has already deep in their heart and that's an invitation to you to explore with us to maybe your next step is joining us next sunday Maybe your next step is is uh, is inquiring. Oh, what does this look like? What does this mean? And we'd love to come and walk along alongside you. I'm going to invite Joe Frizzle to come up with me. We want to pray for those who are getting baptized. Um, but as he come up, as he comes up, I want to pray with you, just um, with you, before we pray for them. I want to pray with you, Joe. You can grab this mic after. But let's just take. Let's just pause for a moment, and maybe it's helpful if your eyes are closed. It's up to you. You can just do whatever you wish. But we just want to just make this, just a, a real open space in this moment for those who are getting baptized today, just in this, in this moment before they step into, water, into the waters, for them just to, um, just to be present to this moment and to be present to the God of this moment, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For some here that have already been baptized and this moment is a reminder for you, is a reminder of, what you are called to live out. And even right now, in this moment, in this space, that you would just be present to God. Maybe the Lord's bringing that moment back to your memory. Maybe you're thinking of moments where you have processed that decision and grew into that decision. Maybe there's areas where you're reflecting and you just need to come openly before the Lord and say, Lord, I have not been fully living out my baptism. Please. Please work deeply in my heart. And maybe there's some here today and I just wanna give you a space just to be open to the Lord. Maybe you showed up today and you didn't imagine a moment where you could just be open to God and I just wanna give you that moment because God loves you, God is for you. God sent his son to rescue you, God's promise is new life in Jesus. And I just invite you in this moment to, even to make a decision or a step towards moving towards him or even just exploring him. God loves when we explore him. He's not afraid of that. Our Heavenly Father, you know each and every one of us here, and you know where all of us are in this moment and where we are in relationship with you. And we just, in this open space, we just come before you and invite you to work deeply in us. But particularly those who are thinking of their baptism or those who are here today and wondering what a next step might be, God, would you just be so faithful And help us discern your voice in our lives today. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Thanks for listening. We hope this message helps guide you on your spiritual journey of discovering the life and message of Jesus. We update this podcast weekly, so why not hit subscribe and journey with us? Who are we? Westside Gathering is a local church in the West Island of Montreal. We're a simple community of faith where we want you to feel welcome even if you're not into church or religion. We meet every Sunday, but you can also find smaller groups, environments, and resources for all ages between Sundays. Find out more at westsidegathering.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Vimeo. We'd love to hear from you. Ask a question, ask for help, or let us know how we can pray for you. If you'd like to contribute financially, just go to westsidegathering.com forward slash giving.